Hey there, and welcome to Courageous Radiance Podcast. My name is Brittany. This is day 18 of these courageously radiant prayers for our husband. So we're praying Psalm 119. And today we're going to read verses 95 to 100. And our lives being anchored is not just as a wife. It's our life as a child of God. And through that anchorage, that orients other things that we do, including being a wife, including on our job, as daughters, as mothers, as friends, our whole lives are to be anchored. So the best way that we can do this wife role is to ourselves be oriented and submissive to God and following what God wants us to be doing and are dealing with our vertical alignment with God first. I love how Francis Chan um, teaches this. And it's been something that I've, it's, it's just really helped me over all these years is that, and, and maybe you can identify this where, or with this, where you try to get vertical, you try to get horizontal relationships. So whether that's your spouse, it's issues with your parent or friends in your life or coworkers. And there's just these different issues. There's, there's brokenness, there's disappointment, there's pain. And even if it's not necessarily caused by us, right, it's, it's, it's not in our hands, but nonetheless, there's still strife, there's still tension. Um, and, and even just years of bitterness or, or just unresolved conflict. And it's so helpful when you have this vertical alignment and anchoring with the Lord. It really does impact even those relationships that you can't mend because maybe the person has passed away or um, somehow it's, it's just so, so greatly fractured. And I'm just so grateful for prayer for these big, big separations all the way down to we had an argument this morning over are we going to have waffles or cereal? <laughs> um, so I really pray that this um, this time so far, so this is day 18, so these last 17 days has really been impactful for your heart, the posturing of your heart to be humbled before God and to get in alignment with God. Um, so I'm so grateful for this process. So I'm going to read Psalm 119 verses 95 uh, all the way to verse 100. And, um, it's, it's just trucking along. I'm, I'm just, I'm just so grateful that we are just being consistent and, and getting this done, um, and growing in the interim. The wicked hope to destroy me, but I contemplate on your decrees. I have seen a limit to all perfection, but your command is without limit. How I love your instruction. It is my meditation all day long. Your command makes me wiser than my enemies, for it is always with me. I have more insight than all my teachers because your decrees are my meditation. I understand more than the elders because I obey your precepts. So, you know, just kind of starting off in, so Psalm 119 follows, uh, you know, these, these themes, these patterns within, um, 
within each section. And even though I'm crossing boundaries and not reading just one section at a time, um, the, the first section was really that I started with, um, verses 95, um, well, really, it started at, at 89, but for today's reading's purpose, um, 95 and verse 96 are still a part of that um, that section of really dealing with um, how do you deal with joy and, uh, and, and peace? How do, you, how do you manage that amongst a life of affliction or circumstantial affliction and, and trouble? Um, <clears throat> and... This next one, this next stanza, so there's 22 stanzas, essentially, that follow um, the, the alphabet, um, the, the, he, the, the Hebrew alphabet. And this next stanza is really dealing with this theme of the Lord's wisdom above the world's. And I know that that seems so like distant sometimes in our everyday, right? Because we are so busy. We do hop out of our beds and just go, 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 go. Right. Like I was, we slept in this morning and just hit the ground. I was like, Oh, we, let me stop as if I just really could have woken my, my whole self up today. And I'm guilty of that. I think we all are. And this is, this isn't meant to condemn, but it is, it's just a great reminder to remember that the Lord's wisdom and all of our decisions. So whatever it is that you're going through at this very moment, even if it's not just in your marriage, just know, friend, that the Lord has a wiser way than your own way. And the best thing that we can do for ourselves, for our marriages, is to seek the Lord's will above our own. And that can be really hard to do in noise. I have just been really trying to practice this discipline of silence. Um, it's kind of hard with work and family, but in other ways that I have silenced my life. And, and it's been, and it's such a good practice to do. And prayer is one of those ways where we're silencing our hearts and saying, Lord, we just, we want to worship you, give you our heart's desire, pray for these things and pray for these people we love, et cetera, bring you these issues of, of our hearts. And it's just such a beautiful thing to meet the Lord, even if there, even if you meet him without an answer, to know that you're still heard and seen is, is such a great joy. It's such a great joy for me. I, I pray that it has been for you. But um, specifically, I wanted to pray for our husband's and just whatever it is that they're dealing with, it's really a couple of these verses, um, verses 98 and 99. And whatever it is that they're up against, that they're struggling with the Lord's wisdom or the Lord's insight versus the world's. Because, you know, we want to, we want to, there's a tendency to rank someone's validity or experience or um, know all of everything based on 
maybe how many degrees they have. You know, I, I think it kind of depends on the context. You know, certainly if I'm going to have surgery, I want to see who's the best surgeon, right? Who has the best rec- recommendations, who is highly ranked in his or her practice, um, especially if I have a reference of somebody who's had surgery by this by this doctor, right? Or or whatever the discipline is. So we have a tendency to give someone um, a ranking based on their experience in life. Maybe you look and just see how many people, you know, this company based on their reviews, their ratings. Um, so essentially how many people have used their, their services and not that anything is wrong with that, but the Lord, and Paul talks about this in, in uh, first Corinthians um, chapter one. Let's turn there just briefly. It's just, but he talks about not, um, that the Lord will con- con- confound the wise um, with the foolish things of, of the world. So 1 Corinthians um, chapter 1, verse 27, and said, God has chosen the what is foolish in the world to shame the wise, and God has chosen what is weak in the world to shame the strong. I love this verse. God has chosen what is insignificant, and despise in the world what is viewed as nothing to bring to nothing what is viewed as something that was always such a great verse that was helpful for me in my heart because I was always that person and I still struggle in many ways where I'm like uh I don't know because I don't know because I'm not the high enough I'm not high enough in this rank I'm not good enough I don't know enough I don't have enough degrees I don't have enough experience I don't know enough people I'm not an extrovert I'm you know I'm not a good speaker a public speaker um it takes me longer to process things right so I've done all these inward you know tearing downs and then that made me feel inadequate or insufficient or insufficient so what about our husbands is there any way that they feel insignificant in our homes are we are we you know adding to that maybe they feel insignificant in leadership maybe they feel insignificant in their position at work or um because we're better with money than them or um we're we're more organized than them or Maybe they're, they've got some health issues and they need to lose some weight. I don't know. I'm just giving some different significant, giving some di- different scenarios. And however that is, as their help meet, as their helper, um, that God has given us this husband to help and to support and to come alongside in equal rank at the foot of the cross, but in a role as their helpmate. Not less, but different then friends, let's pray to help our husbands. Let's pray that they know how significant they are in the eyes of the Lord as, as an image bearer of God and, and that they know the way that God has made them and wired them. Dear God, thank you so much for um, our not needing to run after the things uh, in the way that the world does, that we don't have to argue and pine and and run on one more hamster wheel to try to get validation or affirmation that you have already given shown at the formation of the world and Jesus you confirmed it with your death on the cross for us surely you did not come and die for no for just no one surely that that death 
validates even the, the, the least of them. So God, thank you so much for these words that Paul gives us so that we know that the most insignificant person, the appearance of them, they're still loved and they are still atoned for in Christ with believing in Christ through faith. So God, we just pray that our husbands today in any way that they're struggling, God, please give us revelation for that so that we can cover them in prayer. God, for what we don't know, we just pray that you give us that revelation specifically and how we can support them, how we need to pick up our cross and die daily and know that our cups are going to be filled by you, that we don't have to battle our husbands. We don't have to say, well, it's my turn. It's me now, not them, me, me, me. Our own significance comes from you, Father God. So we're just so grateful, um, God, that your glory and your power ranks above the world and that we are set apart and we have a different system in how we operate. And we just pray that we can emulate that in a way that you are pleased and that you're glorified. In Jesus' name, amen.